Pastor Michelle Donatien coming to you from Michelle Donatien Ministries. And I want to encourage you with a fresh word from the Lord today. To Jesus be all the praise. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hallelujah to the December the 2nd, 2020 Wednesday edition of the podcast. This is Pastor Michelle Donatian, and I am coming to you today with a fresh and powerful word from the Lord. Today's word is going to be about worshiping the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to be talking about what God says and why we win when we worship him. Stay tuned. Well, I'm so excited to be here with you today. We are going to be talking about worshiping the Lord and how that is so beautiful for our lives. And it also pleases the Lord. It blesses him so. Hallelujah. Before we do anything else, let's get started in opening up in prayer. Hallelujah. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We glorify your precious and holy name and we give you all the praise. Lord, I ask you in the name of Jesus to touch each person at the sound of my voice, touch their hearts today, that they may receive what you have for them today, Lord. Give me the right words to say, Holy Spirit, and you take over in Jesus' precious name. Thank you. And all God's people said, amen. Hallelujah. Well, worship. Worship, worship, worship. We have to think about worship. And you know, there are two women I think of when I think about worship, but I'm going to be talking to you about one woman today. And that is the woman of Samaria, the woman at the well. We call her the woman at the well. And I'm going to be, we're going to be reading in scripture in the book of John chapter four. So I want you to turn there with me. And I want you to just think about what the Lord God says what the Lord God says. You know, we all have many things happening in our lives and lots of things going on. But you know, it occurred to me that if we partake of the Lord, that we'll have rest. If we drink of him, the water he has, we'll never thirst again. Isn't that what he said? Isn't that what he said in scripture? We're going to be reading about that. He offered that woman a water that she would never be able to find. She was at a well looking for water. But when she came looking for physical water, he came offering spiritual water. Water that nobody would not be refreshed if they partook of it. If you drank of this water, you would be far, you would be refreshed. If you drank of this water, you would want to abide. Such sweet waters. That's our Lord Jesus. So as we think about today, I want you to think about your own life and the things that you have going on. You know, some days I've been just tired. You know, I, I know you can relate. Just tired. Physically tired. And then I realize, oh, I need to just sit down and spend time with the Lord, more time with the Lord, more time with the Lord, more time with the Lord, you know, because that's what it's about. It's really about spending time with him. It amazes me that out of a desire for a relationship, that something could help me so much. 
You know, we think about our relationships with our families and our friends and, and how those relationships, we bless them by sharing with them, praying for them. We want to sow into their lives. But how can a relationship with a person, flesh and blood like you and I, how can it leave us the way a relationship with the Lord can? It can't. And it just brings, I'm just thinking about this because I'm saying to myself, the Lord is so amazing that just the mere relationship with him refreshes you, keeps you, saves you, changes you, redeems you, justifies you, cleans you up, everything you can imagine. And that's from just a mere relationship. He didn't tell you to come and sit at his hands so that he can, so you can receive, give, 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 give. He does give to us and he does want us to receive his free gifts, but it's the relationship that he wants with us and really for us. Because through relationship, everything else comes. You know, I said this, I think yesterday or the day before, and I came to this realization. You know, I would say to myself as I was praying, you know, I'd be in a healing service and people would be getting healed and I'd be saying, thank you, Lord, for their healing. But I'm just here because I want relationship with you. I'm just here because I want to spend time with you. And it sounds wonderful and that sounds so selfless <laughs> and so holy, maybe to some people. And it wasn't that I was trying to be selfless or holy. That generally, that genuinely was my desire in my heart. I just didn't want to just, just come just to take, 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 take. But what I realized, the Lord revealed it to me is that when I come, he has things that he wants for me because they're good for me. And so I want whatever he has for me. So I come for relationship, but I do not reject what he has for me. Nothing. I don't reject anything the Lord God has for me. Absolutely nothing that he has for me because I want that too. Because he had it for me. And if he wants it for me, if he wants me to have it, it must be good. It must be good. If he wants me to have it. We're going to go to the book of John, and I want you to hear this, because this woman was not looking for anything from the Lord. She did not come looking for anything. In fact, she had been kind of beaten up by life. Not kind of, I would say she was. She was beaten up by life and, you know, just had a lot of problems and just wasn't coming expecting to meet Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. But he was coming there to meet her. And that's what I mean. Let's read. John chapter 4, verse 1, and here's what it says. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore being weary with his journey, sat thus on the well. 
and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Now let me just stop there for a moment. You see, this woman did not come looking for a savior. She only came looking for the water that she needed, not expecting to have anything good. I mean, she expected to have clean water, but she was not looking for some Messiah. She was not looking for the Messiah, for Yeshua. She was not looking for him. Quite frankly, she sounds bitter. She sounds bitter. And as you read on, you see that she was bitter. You know, she had been, oh, abused, I guess you could say. And some say that she was abused physically. I don't know. Um, you know, and maybe she was, but we do know, you know, people emotionally did not treat her well. And she felt like, the bottom of the barrel of society. And it's when people, usually when people are bitter, it's because they're trying to keep you from hurting them anymore. So she probably, now this is not in the Bible, this is what I'm imagining here, you know, this may be the situation, I, I don't know. But I do know she was bitter. You can see that as you listen to her. She was probably just so tired of all of the things that everybody had to say about her life, she just was like, forget all of you. She was the only woman at this well. There was nobody else there. Nobody else but her. She was the only one. Some say that she came because, well, I won't say why others say she came, but let's just read more. All right, and here's what it says. We're going to start with verse 9. No, 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 verse 11. Hallelujah. We'll start with verse 10, because I just want to repeat that. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Living water, hallelujah. The woman saith unto him, see, she didn't even catch this. Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? See, there's bitterness there. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Hallelujah. The woman saith unto him, Sir, 
Give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Jesus, Jesus saith unto her, Go call thy husband, and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now, he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. In that saidest thou truly. The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship ye know not what. What know, we know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. Hallelujah. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Wow. It's not about the outward appearances, everyone. My sweet friends, it's not about the outward appearances. It is about our spirit, worshiping him in spirit and in truth. It's not about what does everybody else say. Like the Pharisees always have something to say and, you know, about how unclean another person is and their life, but they're walking around with pride and, 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 and all of these horrible things in their hearts. God said, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. She's like, guy, you don't know. When, when he comes, then he's going to sort all this stuff out. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou? Or why talkest thou with her? The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the man, Come see a man which told me all things that I ever, that ever I did. As not, is not this the Christ? <laughs> wow. God knows you. That's what I want to say to you right now. The Lord knows you. And he knows everything that you have need of. <laughs> everything you've ever done. But you see, Jesus came for an appointment with you. You know, I know that life can get weary. It can. I know. I know. But if you'll just look for Jesus. If you'll just worship him in spirit and in truth and drink of his water, drink of the Lord, everything, everything, everything will turn out fine. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I hope and pray that that really blessed you, that this wonderful time that we had together in the Lord was a blessing to you because I'll tell you something. The Lord is so wonderfully, so faithful. I just wish I had more words in my vocabulary to express how I feel about the Lord. But all I can say is, oh, I love you, Lord. Thank you for your wonderful redemption. Thank you for your wonderful love. I don't have any more words. I don't even know how to explain how I feel, but I know he knows my heart. Hallelujah. And he knows yours too. Oh, let's just close in prayer. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is so faithful. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. And we ask you in the name of Jesus, Lord God, to touch each and every life here today. I ask you to touch them and meet every single need in the name of Jesus. Father, your word is so wonderful and clear. Your word is so life-giving and you are just so wonderful. We love you. So now I ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to touch their hearts in every area, all of our hearts and our minds in every area. Meet us where at all of our needs. Meet us where we are in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Hallelujah. Transform our hearts, O oh God. Make us people that are trustworthy unto you for your gospel. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I plead your precious blood over each and every one and over the persecuted church, over their families, Lord, and over their properties and their homes and their businesses and their finances, their ministries and their jobs. I plead your precious blood of Jesus over their realms of influence and over their relationships in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, right now I plead your precious blood over everything you've ordained for each and every one of them. And I ask you, Father God, hallelujah to just protect them, Father, by your blood in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we lift up the persecuted church and we ask you, Lord, right now that you will send Bibles, Father God, that you will move in the hearts of the saints to send Bibles to your persecuted church, Lord God, that they will have your word, the good word to read every single day, Lord God, that they will be able to hide it in their hearts, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We love you. We give you praise and honor. Father, I ask you to meet every single one at the sound of my voice and the persecuted church's needs. Heal them from the top of their heads all the way down to their bottoms of their feet. In the name of Jesus, we love you. We give you praise and honor. And all God's people said, amen. Saints, I want to also share something with you. Uh, tomorrow is the prayer meeting. Tomorrow is Thursday, so it'll be at 2.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I would love for you to join me. The Lord God is so faithful. And just let me know that this blessed you. Send me uh, hearts if you're wherever you're listening to it. Send me a voicemail if you're on Anchor. Send me an email at michelledonatianministries at outlook.com. Hallelujah. I would love to hear exactly how it's blessing your life. So the Lord is so faithful. I love each and every one of you. And, you know, we're going to just, the Lord is just so faithful. And so I do apologize. We've got this coming out uh, later and we have all week long. So I do apologize for that. Please have some uh, mercy on me. Or I should say, just give me some grace. And I do thank you for it because I love each and every one of you. And the Lord is with you. May you be blessed. And may you share this with your loved ones. I love you. God bless you. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. Bye-bye.
Well, sweet people of God, I want to thank you so much for joining me here today. Tune in tomorrow for a new and fresh word from the Lord for you. This is Pastor Michelle Donatian signing off. God bless you and to Jesus be all the praise.